Welcome back to the Pick 199 podcast, episode 55. I'm here with Muzzy. Me. Snakeo. And Coxie D. Hey, boys. How are we? Uh, episode 55 this week, we have the NFL Week 8, and we're going to have a look at the NBA standings after the first week and a half of games. Without further ado, we're going to jump straight into Monday night's game for the NFL. We had the Cowboys and the Vikings. Cowboys coming out with a 20 points to 16 win over the Vikings. Uh, Cowboys looking pretty good this year, boys. As much as Snaker would hate to say it, <laughs> number one rivals. Six and one sort of sounds like they've already almost clinched that division. So they <laughs> definitely have. Yeah. Um, the good the Cowboys do look really strong. And the thing is, they're they're attacking weapons all across the park. So like. There's not a single area of their game which sort of lets them down. Their running game's really strong. They've got a good passing game. Um, their defense has been really good. And their offensive line's back, which is what they had a few years ago when they were really destructive. So, no, the Cowboys look really good this year. And it does hurt me. But <laughs> we're shit, so they might as well be all right. Oh, that, that, that's fighting words, isn't it? Don't let a we Philadelphia fan hear you say that. No, that's that's blasphemy. We're really bad. No, very good. Uh, Moving on, we have the New Orleans Saints winning over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 36 points to 27. Uh, After that first sort of couple of weeks of uh, poor performances by the Saints, they've, they've really sort of stepped up their game and won some big games against big clubs too. So good win for the Saints. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking easy. We're so oh, excited this week, boys. Do we have any Saints supporters? Um, bit, of, bit of energy. Yeah, the Buccaneers look sort of out of sorts. Um, but to be fair, they didn't have the best season last season either. Um, they just sort of scraped in towards the end. So it'll be it's interesting to see if they do the, if they did, did the same. They just scrape in at the end and then, you know, playoff times, Tom Brady time. So. Yeah, that's it. Uh, moving on, we had the Denver Broncos getting the win over the Washington football team. I mean, Washington still struggling again, like not really offering much in offense or defense. Uh, Broncos sort of lucky to get a win. Uh, moving on, we had the Seattle Seahawks winning 31 points to seven over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, important win for uh, Russ and the Seahawks. Mm. Um, I mean, even though, you know, the Jags are pretty, you know, you wouldn't rate them as a team that's going to get many wins this season. Mm. Uh, I think just the fact they sort of steamrolled over them is what they sort of needed, as you were saying, Roscoe. Good for those boys because they've had some tough couple of games in the past. Mm. Um, So to sort of steamroll the Jags, I think sometimes a team just needs a win, no matter who they're playing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, moving on, we had the New uh, New England Patriots getting the 27 points, 24 win over the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, again, field, goal, field goals coming to play to win the games. Charge, Chargers look real, like they started the season really well and we had them quite high up. Mm, like yeah. they looked really good. Um, they've, they've struggled immensely since then. I think that's, is that their second loss in a row or third loss in a row? Uh, second, yeah, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're really starting to struggle at the moment. Um, good win for the Patriots. Doesn't do much for their season. Good win, I suppose. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Keeps them within that wild card spot for the playoffs. So, yeah. not very good. Uh, Buffalo Bills, 26 points to 11 win over the Miami Dolphins. Um, Buffalo is still, still rolling on with their winning. Um, Dolphins still in a matter of disarray too. So, yeah, look look for the Dolphins to make some moves around the quarterback position. Um, I sort of said at the end of last year that I don't know if it's a perfect fit. I know there's been a lot of injuries in that this year. I think they're going to make some moves to get a solid backup. Well, they're talking about already shifting Chua. Um, yeah. So there's already Most talk within the camp, and yeah. that's been leaked out to the public that there is possibilities that he could be moving out. 
um, to a to a better suited system for him for possibly an older quarterback. Well, you, might, you can go back and listen to this. At the end of last season, I thought that there was potential for a move to happen because they talked a lot about he comes from a really defensive style of football throughout high school and college. He's never really played in a heavy offensive style where they try and bang it out and win what we were always talking about, 30 to 20 sort of victories. Um, he needs a heavy defensive style team and Miami are not that. So um, I think it's a really good move for, for the Dolphins to, to make a move there. And I think it's really good for him because he's a quality quarterback and somewhere like New England, like he could be really successful because they, they can build a structure around him that's, well, to, to get your thoughts, boys, at the moment, the front runner is the Texans. Yeah. Um, the Texans to do a swap between the two quarterbacks. Which team do you think benefits the most from that? And do you think it's going to benefit those particular quarterbacks? Um, both teams win, but I think yeah. Miami's more of a win now in that situation. Mm. Does that make sense? I think the yeah. Texans get a lot for him long term. But I think immediate success, the Dolphins would be the better team. Yeah. I think it would be good for him to get a fresh start somewhere. I know he's really still probably considered a rookie in terms of how much experience he's got. I don't know, like, whether they, they look to sell him off as, like, a backup to defensive teams like the Bills or, like, Tennessee as well, even, like, yeah. it just depends on that. And then mm. um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Look, I yeah, it was just thrown around. They sort of seemed to be the front runner for the trade. Um, it'll be interesting. I think as as the Texans, do you really give up on what um, Watkins has already given you so far? I mean, I think he's he's a good quarterback. I think he's a quality quarterback. I just don't think he's got the right stuff around him at the minute. Yeah. Like he needs uh, is, it worth, is it worth pulling the trigger on an unproven commodity as sure? Yeah, well, and that's the other thing too. It's like do you like like we said, he's still a he's still a um a rookie quarterback essentially. So yeah. Yeah. and like big game experience too. Like that's another thing you have to take into consideration. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I just, think it- I think the Dolphins get more out of this than the Texans do, to be yeah. honest. Because yeah. it wasn't that long ago that Deshaun Watson was killing it. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, well, it was, I think it was even last year that they were... Yeah. Like, he was yeah. one of the best... So like, honestly, He was nearly up there for MVP based on his yeah. stats. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The start, yeah. The, I think the first Pardon. half of his season was really yeah. good. And then he sort of just trailed off. Had, had a bit of a niggling injury, I think, towards the end as well, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which didn't help. But sort of just trailed off as they record as got the, worse and worse. Yeah. yeah. As, yeah. as a team, they got worse. You also, like, also lost um, DeAndre Hopkins there to um, to the Cardinals. So, yeah. I mean, when you lose your, such an offensive weapon, somewhat like a target for him to hit all the time, it takes yeah. a little bit to get used to it. Yeah, and yeah. arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, to lose that, it's a bit, that's a big loss. So I think it would probably be a bit harsh on him, but I think Miami is probably a good situation for him. Uh, I think he'll get a lot out of Miami because uh, he is such a uh, offensive weapon and loves mm. to throw the ball long and yeah. probably do a lot of risky plays. As Snake O said, um, not a very defensive-minded team, so that probably will play a lot into his his style of quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Um, moving on, we had the Carolina Panthers getting 19 points to 13 win over the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I, I'm not sure what to say about this game. Like, again, it's just fit like Falcons have just looked like this all year, like just never look winning a game. Um, so you'd be happy with having three wins for the year, Roscoe? Mate, I, I'm happy to have points on the board at the minute. <laughs> Fire out. Like, I can't even, yeah. It's just it's just one of those years, like, I don't know. We, we're another five years off of being competitive again, I think. Like, that window that we had, in 2016 on with like 2016 to 2018 sort of time is well and truly gone now. So we have to think about rebuilding. Like we got rid of Dan Quinn as head coach last year and 
nothing's really changed. So there's a lot that needs to be done there. Yeah, you were 30 points up in a Super Bowl. and Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that here, mate. That's that's thing of fables. Um, <laughs> moving on, we had the San Francisco 49ers getting the 33-22 to 22 point win over the Chicago Bears. Um, I, I don't know much about this game, and I really wasn't that interested, to be honest. So, no. I think this is going to be one of those seasons for the Bears where they're just going to be blooding in Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get him into the, you know, into the, I suppose, lifestyle of being an NFL quarterback and, you know, how demanding it is. So I don't think you can really expect much from the Bears. I think they'll grab a few wins like they already have, but it's just going to be one of those years for them. They might be there with the Falcons, mate. I'm fairly sure, like, their their defense is what kept them in in the season last year. So, Mm-hmm. Um, look, if when, once your main weapon goes, like you're sort of back to square one. So, mm-hmm. but a uh, good win for the 49ers. Uh, moving on, we had the Philadelphia Eagles with a 44 points to six win over the Detroit Lions. Oh, here we go. Hey, they got a win. Top of the division, baby. Let's go. Dallas got nothing. Should it have just been almost. A- that would almost secure second place in the conference, won't it? Say, should, <laughs> should the Detroit know, Lions just get a point start week. from now on? Yeah, they, they just 40 point head start. 40 so. point head start or 20, 25 point head start? I don't think we cleared the overs, but um, good result, I guess. Um, Philly are making a lot of moves around the quarterback position. Um, who did I hear the other day that we might be getting? Uh, you used to play for Baltimore, but uh, used to play for Baltimore. say you're going to get Carson Wentz back. Flacco. Oh, wish we had never gotten rid of him, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Joe Flacco, didn't he retire? Oh, I don't know who it was. I can't remember now. But yeah, <laughs> well, I had a feeling that's who he was talking about. No. Well, yeah, that's, that's when T- Snake goes, yeah, we're getting Tony Romo. He's coming out of retirement. <laughs> Maybe better than what we've got at the minute, even though we won 44 6. Well, you can't take much. It's the Detroit Lions. But in saying that... I'm not taking anything. I was about to say, Atlanta will play them and lose to them. You watch. (laughs) Um, Moving on. Steelers getting a 15 points to 10 win over the Cleveland Browns. I don't know what it is about the Steelers and Browns game that just gets everybody up. But I don't know. Like It's always always fraught with a bit of hostility too. Mm. And Steelers always... You're two clubs, two cities that are just built on the back of hard work and and they've also they've they've been divi- like they're division rivals. Yeah, yeah think back, you know, a long history. Year, yeah, years and years ago when both teams were sort of coming up, it was at the same time, so that sort of just carried over as a rivalry. Um, Steelers got real lucky in this game. Um, sort of touchdown basically nearly end end the game. He juggled it up and then caught it on the way down. Um, secured it in the end zone. So we're really lucky to come out with the win here. Um, yeah, look, look slow Waffles, start. Waffles Burgers record against them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you have to imagine as well, Browns have only been good for the last like two seasons. Yeah, three years. Yeah. That's it. You think there's like a 10-year period where they were just dog shit. Yeah. yeah. Close, probably closer to 20, actually. Yeah. That, that record, it doesn't matter how shit they've been. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know I what mean, else that's... you need for that record? A shit ton of games, which means it's time <laughs> yeah. for him to retire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, refusing yeah. to retire, yeah. Well, he doesn't have a shoulder or knees anymore, but <sighs> he's still beating the Browns. That's okay. it. Uh, moving on, we had the LA Rams getting a 38 points, 22 win over the Houston Texans. As we talked about before, Houston really struggling this year. Uh, their defense that was keeping him in games is gone. Um, and LA Rams just sort of continuing that run that they've had too. So, they're really what do you think he's going uh, with the with the Texans? Um, what what's what's going through their mind? Like they let Hopkins go. Surely they got they got to let the quarterback go too. Mm. Um, but surely you're looking for They also yeah. think they lost they lose they lost Clubman like uh, JJ Watt as well too. Yeah, um, like to, that to Arizona. 
Yeah. And you see like how much how well he's doing over there too. Right. Like, no, I know Jake, you go, Roscoe. Sorry, mate. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, even though like JJ Watt was always like having an injury somewhere, he's still like around the club, like he's like that influence, like to mm. sort of get everyone on the same level, sort of thing. So yeah. To lose someone like that from your club is always gonna to be tough too. Yeah. And I mean that record they've got now, one and seven, sort of tells you that it's a bit more than just a reload, I think, for the for the Texans. They might just have to blow it up. And I think um Watson is about what, late twenties, twenty-eight? Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, so yeah. They might be worth, as you were saying earlier, Muzz, to make that trade with um the Dolphins. Yeah. Just get a younger piece. Just trying something different. I cannot live in a world where Jem Nash wins two comps in 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a friend of the pod. Uh, I know he's a friend of the pod. And we don't have to worry about the bloody Crows winning one in the AFL. But I can't live in a world where he wins multiple comps <laughs> in a 12-month window. Just throwing it out there. Now, now you know what it's like. With you being the Roosters fan and a Liverpool fan since 2018, mate. Uh, Fucking unbearable. It's been a great <laughs> life for me the last 10 years. It's been fantastic. <laughs> Let, let's move on. Yeah, the Tennessee Titans knuckling out a 34 points to 31 win over the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Titans continuing on that run that they've got too. Um, they, they kind of look like the team we thought they were going to be last year. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I even then, like of, yeah. the, the start to the season that they had, I think they were 0 and 2, weren't they? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. They so I don't think they've cool. lost a game since that second week. Yeah. I'm not saying a word because I put the jinx on them last year. So, <laughs> you put the jinx on them at the start of the year, too. Yeah, go the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> no, very good. Uh, we had the New York Jets. Wow, 34 points to 31 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. When you think that Bengals won last week against... Did they beat Pittsburgh last week? No, they beat someone week, pretty big. Week before. Um, yeah. Last week they lost, I think. So that's yeah. two in a row now. Because they were 5-1, they were and one, I think, coming into that. They were looking real good. Mm. You know uh, it's bad when it's the Jets that you lose losing to as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. That's just not getting up for the game, but that's just not yeah. being ready for that. But off, like through the through the NFL, you see a lot of teams like that that they'll start the season really well, like the yeah. first five games, and then you actually see who they are as the season progresses. I think my Bengals might be heading down that route because yeah. um, they started so like they look like world beaters. Um, but well, yeah, yeah, yeah so. they, beat, they beat the Ravens last week, forty-one to seventeen. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's the only, their other loss come to Green Bay, 25-22. Mm. That's, that's crazy. And considering and like there's round two. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no. Something's going on there, and hopefully mm-hmm. they can turn it around pretty quickly. Because mm. it'd be pretty cool to see that, that Bengals team like getting up close to the playoff sort of mm. time. So. Yeah, well, they're there at the minute. They're in the playoff spot at the minute but mm. they're in that low round where it's going to be really hard for them they're going to have to be to fight late yeah that's it uh moving on to the final game of the round that we that is available at the minute we had the green bay packers getting the 24 points to 21 win over the arizona cardinals first loss for the cardinals this year wow and just simply that last touchdown no oh, man like one of the most insane things you'll ever watch. So. Then say, old man Rogers is doing it again. Old man Rogers is mm-hmm. doing old man Rogers things. So. Mm. Yeah, nah. Two, two of the best teams going at each other. Mm. Yeah, I think between them two and the Rams, they sort of look like the front runners at the moment. Mm. Yeah, you'd yeah. almost put like these. Oh, in Dallas, like... I'd put Dallas yeah. there too. I also yeah. wouldn't back out the Bills. I'm yeah, still on them. I would almost say like. Cardinals Packers like like if we do our tier list we have championship contenders as these two and then like just the tier below that is like the Bills, the Rams and like uh, even Baltimore probably the, the level below that but 
I'd be happy um, to debate that one with you. More than happy to debate that one with you. We do a tier list there. Tier your part. Will you? Yeah. Who's, who's the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, mate? Let's not worry about the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be different next week. Let's look at the teams that are actually going to do something this year. Rightio, mate. <laughs> you cannot put the Bengals on the same level as the Bills. You're drunk. I didn't. Isn't what that you what you just said? I said Baltimore, you goose. Oh, I'm pretty sure you said Bengals as well. It, I wouldn't put Baltimore on the same high? level as the Bills either. Mate, you didn't even listen. Yeah, I, I, I tune out when you start talking, really. Mate. He, he said. He said. He said. By the way, say, uh, Roscoe, that he wouldn't put the Baltimore Ravens in that division either. In so he's agreeing team. with me. No, he said he wouldn't. No, he said he, the, the Ravens don't deserve to be there. Like in the, the tier below the Bills. Yeah, I said below the Bills. Oh, you said in the same tier. No, no, I said down. I said I uh, would almost be one, Roscoe. It's the Lakers thing all over again. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got you got fighting words out, mate. I'll fucking be coming gunning for you. Uh, and we have the Giants and Chiefs to play tomorrow. Um, so by the time by the time this goes out, that game will have been played too. So that's a yeah. that's a barnstorm of that one. Giants will win that yeah. 25-13. Um, so with that, put all your money on the Chiefs to win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be paying much. <laughs> uh, very good. Well, that wraps up the NFL for this week. Uh, we will continue to follow that during as the weeks progress. Um, and hopefully we might even do a tier list next week based on Snako's arguments. What are we all, we're almost halfway through the NFL. Yeah. It would be a good yeah. time to do a tier I mean, list. I mean, that would be the perfect time for Snako to do something because you know what he's like. He start. He only starts on a team when they're winning. No one finds you funny, Roscoe. No one finds you funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Well, let's jump across to the NBA. And we've had a few games this, this past week and a half. Uh, about six games into the season of about was it eighty? Are they still doing eighty-two? Or they drop it to seventy-two this year? I can't remember. Think it's been dropped. Yeah, I think it's still seventy-two. Yeah. Very good. Well, let's go through each conference and just sort of have a quick chat of who surprised you with a slow start and who's who's impressed you so far. So anyone want to open up with someone? Well, I didn't think I, I, I volunteer snake out one. I didn't think Washington to be five and one. They've shocked me. If we're going looking at teams that are shocking. Um, I thought Brooklyn would be about where they are. Atlanta, I thought they'd be better. Um, but apart from that, I'm actually okay with where everyone sits. Nothing Even else there really being shocks down me. There? With who? Milwaukee being down there. Oh, intense. I think Milwaukee. I think most clubs, especially one that hasn't doesn't win heaps, so you don't. They don't win every five years like the Lakers and that um, there was going to take them a little bit longer to build up you know like I think they'll definitely be there at the end of the year but I wasn't expecting them to win their first 15 games um, so yeah I'm not shocked that they're there and I think they'll they'll definitely hit their straps but apart from that no one really shocks me early um, for me I think I wasn't expecting Philly to sort of be that high this early Especially with Ben Simmons still out. Yeah, I just boat. thought with that, with the whole drama around Simo, and you know, like he was their starting point guard, and just having to reshuffle uh, what their plans were. But I suppose they've sort of known this for a long time as well. That he, you think that you know, sort of galvanised the rest of the unit, though? Like they just sort of go, "Well, fuck I, him." He's I, I think I think there's a lot of a lot of players playing for that point guard position at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think that's the thing. Like with Tyrese Maxey and. Um, a couple of the other boys really stepping up. Um, even uh, Thibel at, at yeah. stages, uh, yeah. I think he, he can play there as well. So I think there's a lot of minutes that have been left on the table with Ben out. So yeah. um, I think that's definitely 
cause a lot of players to play a lot harder because they think they've got a chance to fill those minutes. Yeah, because that um that Shake Milton uh fella, he was even pushing Simo last year, I think, at, at yeah, a certain point. Yeah. Pushing for that spot. And they were, that, there was a bit of discussion there that he might be the one to go forward because he can shoot the three. Mm. Um, and then obviously you got Tyrese Maxey coming in. He had a pretty good sort of season last year and he's sort of impressed even this year. But I think Philly sort of knew what was going to happen, you know, with the whole preseason anyway. Um, but I still didn't expect them to be four and two. Yeah. I thought they'd sort of yeah. be down there with Milwaukee, a bit lower down. Yeah. And then sort yeah, of I'd... figure it out and pop back to the top, you know? Yeah, I would have thought that they'd be struggling a little bit mm. more early on. Trying to find, like like Muzzy said, trying to find those minutes and also trying to find those points that Ben Simmons provides. Like I know he doesn't shoot from outside the key, but you know, like driving the ball to the net, yeah, a fair bit, like, and even assists sort of thing too. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I'm surprised to see Toronto up there that early on. Um, I know, I know, we put a lot of stock in like players like Pascal Siakam and. Uh, not not so much Fred Van Fleet, but also the loss of Kyle Lowry too. Like, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have expected them to be up there so so early on, mm. uh, and especially after the the way they played last year too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll we'll say uh, Pistons. Obviously, we expect them to be pretty poor. Um, Cades actually looked really slow coming out of the gates. Um, I think the other night he scored like two points in. It was over twenty eight minutes, over twenty something minutes, mm. um, and he shot like his percentage was like like eleven percent or something. Um, he's looked real slow, like coming out, which I know like we expect that from rookies, but as a number one pick, sort of th- that expectation expect, is already yeah. yeah they already expect you to you know sort of find your way mm. earlier, and um, because he's he's more of a finished product. Um, like a, I know he's a, he's a point guard, not a center, like DeAndre Ayton. But in terms of what they were saying with his stock, that he's is much more of a finished product. Sort of, I think a lot of teams and a lot of people expected more from him. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, Pistons not a not a overly great situation. Yeah. But um, yes, Celtics have looked um, stop and start. Cox uh, yeah. and I spoke about them not looking. You know, overly, overly dangerous now. Um, with Schroeder like, up top. Yeah. Do you think for them it's like they they don't they can't find a sort of they can't find a rhythm to score points consistently. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's almost, almost like they start and then they'll go on a yeah. run for a bit and then like I think a lot six. of um a lot of their success this year I think hugely depends on how Brown and um, Tatum go, yeah. how those boys develop and. Um, because realistically, like you know, they're the face of the franchise there at the moment, Tatum and Brown. Yeah. Um, and then there's been talks about if they can coexist, but if you got two stars like that, I, they definitely can. I think they just need to get the right pieces around them. Yeah. Um, I think but, their biggest the biggest issue is not having an all star quality um, point guard. Yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. That, that's that's the biggest. The biggest issue, but even even an experienced point guard too. Yeah. I think because, even if they got Goran yeah. Dragic, it would yeah. sort of yeah. improve them a lot, just because he's got that experience. Yeah. He's been an all star before. Yeah, um, more so than Dennis. Just just, just something to take the pressure off him a little bit. Mm. See, I, I think if Boston Celtics picked up someone like a Chris Paul, yeah. they'd probably be number one in there or mm. close to. Yeah, um, because I think not that you know Chris Paul's. Not a superstar and stuff, but I think just because of the experience that he brings and the fact that he can cause double teams, like sometimes mm-hmm. teams will double team just to stop him from scoring. Yeah, I think that that aspect will just create something different. Mm. Absolutely, because at the moment it just looks like all their offensive sort of threat just comes from Tatum and Brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they stop those two boys. Like if you can get a point guard in there, they can get a bucket. And cause that, so as Muzz was saying, that double team, yeah, um, yeah it'd be very handy. Yeah. Even if they got like a Shea Gildas Alexander, but okay, see what won't let him go. But just a, yeah, point guard's definitely lacking for them, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, very good. Well, you, uh, you reckon, just stay there for me, Roscoe. Who do we reckon is dropping out of that top eight? Uh, top eight? Toronto, I think. Uh, Toronto yeah. and Washington. 
I think yeah, Toronto, Washington. I think the Hornets too. Yeah, Horn- um, Hornets will be. Close I don't know. To I don't know how long they can keep that up. Lamelo's looked awesome mm. um, in his second year, but I don't know if he can keep that up mm. for that experience. It's it all depends what happens with the supporting cast around him because he's he's looked amazing. Mm. Um, but I think I, I think they'll they'll definitely slip down. Don't know if they'll slip out. But they'll definitely slip down. Yeah. from that five spot. Mm. But we're not sure we feel Wizards are going to have a. What was that? Uh, I just said, especially if you think Atlanta and Milwaukee will be the teams that are going to move up yeah. quicker than the That's rest up. of the yeah. other eight there. So I just, yeah, I've just got a strange feeling the Wizards are going to do some serious damage this season. Just they can, the, they can all those players that got around Beal. I just yeah. think he's, you know, they might have a year this year, boys. Is it, is it Kyle Kuzma's year to finally step up? Well, the way he has well, been I mean, playing, it like he's been playing well. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, I think maybe there's a lot that, of players. There's a oh, lot I of wonder whether or not it's that relieve pressure off him, like not having to score so many points for the Lakers or anything. So like it's a new team, new like fresh outlook for him to just sort I, of yeah. I actually, I actually think he's. I actually think he's probably enjoying more responsibility in Washington. I think, yeah, I think oh, that yeah. might be, yeah, I think that like, might be the catalyst rather than all, yeah. obviously all the pressure because he was playing with LeBron. Mm. But I think now he's enjoying having more responsibilities, so having probably more personal pressure on him. Yeah, I think it might be actually helping his his game at the moment. Yeah, and I mean LA is a tough place to live. Like all of those distractions they would have off the court as well. Going to a place yeah. like you know Washington where you can't really sort of go anywhere too often, but. I think there's a lot of players on that roster that have a lot of things to prove. Um, and I think that's sort of going to just push them above the rest. I think I think they might even sneak into this top eight here. Mm. Snake-o, where, yeah. where, the, where the Bulls finishing, mate? You're looking at it, mate, three. Three? Um, yeah. No, no, like I said before, I think we finish around that five, six mark. Um Happy with the year we've had so far. We went down by one point to the Knicks uh, the night we retired D Rose's number, um, and he was played a big part in beating us. Um, but apart from that, like what I'm saying, like they're working out the kinks, and yeah, I'm 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 staying fast. Six seven. My um my next question is: Do we think that the Knicks can win it this year? Can win the whole thing or like yeah. the eight, at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. Make make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, yes. Eastern Conference. No, I don't think so. Eastern Conference form, you would say yes. I'm not sure that they can go like, I don't I think, think over a whole to, season. Yeah, I think they might drop off towards the end. Because this their second unit with um D Rose coming on after Kem has just been on, that's yeah. that's tough to stop. It's probably mm. the best secondary. I don't know anyone that's got that much depth at the minute. D Rose has got that second secondary absolutely firing. So mm. um, they hurt you the whole game. Like there's no let off. So mm. um, the only thing yeah. that worries me is they don't have someone like. I feel like you need a big superstar. I just don't know if there's a big enough. Yeah, so I don't think no, no. Julius Randle can fill that spot. Not, not to the likes of the people I think he's going to be coming up against. Yeah. Does that that's make fair. sense? Like, yeah, that, yeah, I think yeah. that's fair, fair enough. Thought. Like he yeah. had a breakout year last year. Mm. Uh, yeah. And from there on out, it's a matter of maintaining that form. I think, um, like, in the past, too, defensively, he's had to, like, lock down people like LeBron in really big games. And he's done a pretty good job of that. But when he was doing that, he also wasn't leading the team in the level that he is now. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so important to that team that he can't just focus on locking down one player. Um, that's just a personal opinion. But yeah. that's why I reckon they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals um, if they play really well. But I think when they get to those big games and they've got to match up, I just, I don't know. Let's do the truth. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, it, it'll continue on, uh, obviously, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see who jumps in, who jumps out of that top eight sort of position. So, 
Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I think um, I think there's probably four teams there that would beat them before they would get to the the finals. You know what I mean? Like I think Milwaukee would would beat them. I think Nets would. Um, I think Philly wouldn't. I think Heat would. To be mm. honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, heavy on the heat, Dave. Mate, they've got a great defense. Oh, yeah, um, awesome. Coxie, do the do the do the Hawks beat the Knicks? No, I don't think so. Maybe not this year. Not Maybe this not year. this year. So Coxie, like, it was tight last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those two, you know, Trey Young going to Madison Square. Like it was great to watch, yeah. but it was even tight last year. That that sort of series they had. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think the Knicks get. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I think if they do play, it'll go to the seven. So it sounds like you've well and truly hopped off the Hawks bandwagon. What do you mean, mate? I started that bandwagon. I told you. <laughs> yeah, you started, you started it, and now you're hopping off it. Yeah, well, look, I just think, you know, they had their year. I don't think – I think it's going to be another couple of years before they pop up like that again. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? And it's just every other squad's gotten better, and, you know, Knicks have just picked up Kemba. Like, he's a – and you know, as much as he wasn't that crash hot at Celtics, he's still a he's still a player. You know what I mean? Like he's still a, a, a great guard. And then, as you're saying, you know, that means now D Rose is in charge of the second unit kind of thing. Like it's just, I think the depth will just beat the Hawks this year. To be honest, yeah, yeah. because Trey Young can only play so so many minutes. Yeah. Right, but I think part of that though is they've sort of built that system around him too. Mm. So whether or not that's starting to come back and bite them in the ass a bit. Yeah. Um, so I'm jumping off the Hawks and I'm jumping on the Heat, boys. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a true bitch on Heat too. What was that, mate? Like a true bitch on Heat too. Jumping that's on it. That's it. It wasn't that long ago. You're a Heat fan, Roscoe. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> that's never happened. <laughs> Jake tells me otherwise, mate. He Sure, yeah, well, I've I've joke, the he, he thinks that the Bulls are going to win the championship this year. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen the posters. Oh, don't even. And you know what? If you don't believe me, I'll get Corey's mum to comment in the po- in the on the Facebook post confirming yeah, but, that Corey did used to go for the that, heat. That doesn't matter. That doesn't count because she. I'm not the favourite of the the two kids that she's got. So <laughs> we should definitely confirm it now. Move on. Uh, we have the Western Conference. Uh, <laughs> boys. Um, again, I pose the question, who's shocked you? Who's looking good? The Jazz. Uh, yeah, obviously the Jazz, yeah. Being number one. Denver. And Golden State. <laughs> I mean, like, th- those two, but, I mean, the Jazz and Golden State, like, we, Snake and I mentioned that people are going to be wary of Golden State, and I think... A lot of people slept on that and slept on what Curry was doing at the end of last year. And it almost seems like that whole Jordan pool, um, you know, throughout the preseason was just a mirage to get the other players going. Because it seems like every, everyone else is firing except for him. Um, so, like, Curry, just, he gets everyone around him just playing well. Um, like, he's, he's a superstar of the game. And the things, the things he does, like, I don't think he gets enough credit of his inside scoring. Uh, for a little guy, um, amazing layups, yeah. um, ability to score, yeah, anywhere, basically, is just outrageous. Um, obviously, he's still working on his defense. Um, can be can be hard uh, for him working back. Obviously, smaller size compared to a lot of point guards; they're a lot bigger. Um, but yeah, Golden State look look really good. Um, the crazy thing is, Clay's not even back yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and but the, Clay's Clay's been shooting a lot um, in warm ups, so mm-hmm. well, not in warm but in practice. Um, so good signs, good good signs for them. Yeah. For, for me, I would have to say probably the biggest shock um, is going to have to go to the, uh, the the Timberwolves, seconded, yeah, and the Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers um, are a massive shock. I think one and four, like you knew it would be a slow start yeah. without Kawhi, but I mean, come on. You wouldn't think it would be that slow. Yeah. And I think it just shows how important he is, um, like to that team, you know, and obviously the, the biggest shock of all is City, uh, OKC not coming last. 
Um, <laughs> what do you mean, so, mate? We're great. We've got Shay, we've got Kitty, we've got Dorts. He's got a one and five record, is what he's mate, got. Mate, we just we just clapped the Lakers, boys. We're we're on the up and coming now. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, Roscoe yeah. thinks they're going to win the title, and you're bloody clapping them, mate. So. <laughs> I did. You can go back and watch that footage. I never said that. I think the Lakers were going to win the comp. So you move them to the you know, I, position. I'm just I, well, and I, I was justified because I wouldn't. I refused to put the Clippers up there, didn't I? And look, who's more likely to win the championship out of those two? Oh yeah, very confident there, Roscoe. Um, I'm, I'm with you, Muzz, on the Timberwolves. Um, but the two biggest shockers for me, I didn't think Denver would start this well. Um, I thought they'd be a little bit slower getting going, and I'm really happy with the, the way they've started their yeah. season. Yeah. I think we're all we're all happy how they've started because yeah. we had them up there. Yeah. Um, the one team that I'm sort of like, uh, they're sitting right in the middle there. I think it's Portland. I I think it's time to either blow that thing up or or make some actual moves. I think Lillard's just... I think he's been too loyal, to tell you the truth. You know what um, I think has happened? I think it's a compounding of him doing all the work for for about three, four years straight, like carrying them all the way through to like all those playoffs and I, stuff. I, I think the worst thing that could have happened to Lillard is Giannis win the championship with the Bucs yeah. last year um, because now he's like, i got to double down. If he can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's such a big difference. Like Just, Giannis affects he affects the way he affects the game in rebounding, his scoring, and his defense. So I'd say three different ways. Mm-hmm. Lillard affects the way probably sometimes in his passing and obviously his scoring. Yeah. So that third piece for Giannis is such a big difference maker. Even though he can't obviously shoot wide out, but like that that third piece for him, it's Ooh. it's what makes him an absolute superstar. And it means he can beat you three different ways. Where yeah. if Dame's gonna beat you by himself, he's gotta do it one way. He's got one way of doing it. Yeah. He's gotta shoot the lights out. Mm. I just I think as an organization, Paul and they're about to miss a an opportunity to get a lot for him. Um and he potentially runs out of time to to go and be a massive piece somewhere else. Because can you imagine if he was somewhere like Boston? Like, mm. all of a sudden, it's a different kettle of fish for every for both teams. Like, because you'd get a lot for him, which potentially you can build into more. So, mm. um, even though they're sitting in the middle and they're they're a 50-50 team, or they're five hundred, but for me, that's sort of something that I'd not shocked by, but I'd look at. It stands out to me. Um, interesting fact for you boys. Um, ja Morant is actually tied for the highest points in the paint this season. There you go. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> so the point is, what is he? Is he three, six, three, six, three point guard mm. um, from the Memphis Grizzlies tied for highest points in the paint at the moment. That's crazy. Um, really and I think he's got like one of the, and he's got like one of the highest um, points in the paint percentage or something yeah. as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, just his speed and athleticism just seems to be just destroying teams. Yeah. Um, so they're they're on the up and up. Um, boys, thoughts on Zion Williamson? Oh, in, you see that footage of him warming up? Yeah, looking looking chunky again. Oh, oh you is, he, is he having the same problem that Embiid had like mm-hmm. a few years ago? Like just not. Well, he not had he had a. He had a foot injury, which is very similar to Joel Embiid's, actually. Mm. Um, and because of the foot injury, obviously, he wasn't able to do a lot of running and stuff. Mm. Um, and I can imagine he probably kept his calorie intake about the same. Well, the same Uber Eats helped him out with the food ordering, didn't it? Mm. Um, mm. They were a dangerous place to be, boys, Louisiana. They do some great food. Yeah. I, mean, I think they predicted him to be having like a, a lot of issues with that foot though because of the amount of power that he's producing yeah. when he slam dunks the ball. Like, yeah. So they're saying like, if he keeps doing that, he, he won't last long at all. Just so the weight he's carrying on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. And like well, that just... They, they think, just, yeah, they're saying now that if he weighs in, he'll, he'll definitely be the heaviest player in the league. 
if he if he were to weigh in, um, obviously he can't because he's not playing at the moment. But if he were to weigh in, he would be by far the heaviest player in the league. Mm. I think you, you might, we might see his career, and it might be sad, but we might see it similar to like a Charles Barkley, who yeah. you could tell the level of success his teams had due to the fitness level he had at the time. Yeah, like when he was at the Suns, he was red hot, super fit, and they yeah. were battling it out with the Bulls. Yeah. Like, because I've got no idea what the Pelicans are doing. No. I've got no idea. You trade away, you trade away Lonzo. Years ago, I don't yeah. Know now. Yeah, you trade away Lonzo, and at the moment Ingram's just basically carrying that team on his own. Yeah, yeah. but that's what I was just about to say. That puts more pressure on Ingram, but yeah. like he, like that gives him the opportunity to go. Well, I want out of here too. Like, as if if your point starting point guards bloody Josh Hart, like yeah. you're not going to go anywhere really. Let's yeah. be and honest. Lonzo's been killing it, so just yeah, yeah that's it. And like, I for for Zion too. I think he should almost. I know he's not the same size as Shaq, but Shaq was sort of notorious for like building up his body throughout the season. Like, it, it was explained on one of the podcasts, but he. he Phil Jackson had a certain way of how he builds his body up up throughout the season to be ready for playoff sort of time. So it'd be interesting to see if he he can sort of reach out to Shaq or someone in that sort of sports science area that can that can really help him out in terms of keeping his fitness and being able to build his body to a point where he's not breaking down all the time, which is always going to be tough when he's that big too. So. I find it kind of crazy. You think about the amount of money in these organisations and it's up to individuals like that to reach out to other people about nutrition and sports science. Like mm. These are the biggest sporting organisations in the world. The amount of money they pay people. But they're always going out having to get one-on-one coaching from ex-professionals. And it's like, how is the development through the organisation not better in terms of stuff mm. like that? Like, so, yeah, it's hard to know because, like, I think Embiid had the same, like, Embiid had the same problem at Philly. But yeah. I think they were, they were trying to get him to maintain, like, his weight and stuff. Yeah. But like, he just sort of refused. So whether or not Zion's going for a similar sort of patch is uh, yet to be seen. But yeah. be I think it just, it just speaks volumes of that organisation as mm. the Pelicans. Mm. Yeah. When, when you've got a generation uh, superstar there in Zion, yeah. And then, like, you've got really talented players like Brandon Ingram there too. Yeah. They can be, like, who can be, like, a, another Kevin Durant, like, gangly and, like, can shoot really well. Like, yeah, you've got to do the players that have had, like, Davis has won a chip since he's left. Yeah. And um, Drew Holiday obviously just won it, you know, yeah. with the Bucks. Like, yeah. that's two players there that have just gone off left and won championships. Yeah. Well, to think if they, if they kept that, the, the the core of what they had, you'd have Drew Holiday, arguably the best um, guard defender in the league. Mm. You'd ha- you'd have AD at the power forward or yeah. at the center, and you'd have Zion at the center yeah. or power forward. I mean, like, I, I just feel like that organization has just ha- handled all of this talent that they've been given really poorly. And do you think that? Do you think now that that's these things are happening that? They can maintain or keep hold of players like Zion or Brandon Ingram. No, no. I think after this year, um, if if Zion continues down this path, he'll probably be gone. Mm. Um, I think he'll be out, and I think once he goes, if I'm Brandon Ingram, I don't know why I'm staying. Yeah. Um, well, you'd you'd almost say that now, though, like knowing that they traded away pieces that worked last year, like they traded away Lonzo. Yeah. Who was really sort of coming into his own at that club last year too. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be tough for them to sort of, they just sort of keep digging a hole. Mm. And like, in terms yeah. of like clubs that are that are struggling, they they might be. Look, Houston Rockets are definitely down there. Mm. Um, but in terms of what's going on for the future, I'm, I'm probably more worried about the Pelicans because I feel like yeah. the, the Rockets will find a generational talent just like they did with James Harden and find mm. a way to build around him and get somewhere. Mm. But I just, I don't know if the Pelicans can do it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I, just, yeah I just don't know if they've got the, the right people in the front office to sort of do that. Yeah. Like it's, it just seems to be... Like they have such like they had such a good talent in 
Anthony Davis as well. Like, and then they that fell out pretty quickly too. So, you know, like you, you sort of start to start looking at what's going on behind the scenes rather than what's going on 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 the court. So, yeah. Um, sure. I think who who else has surprised you guys? Like, I know Minnesota's really sort of like we talked about Minnesota before. Uh, Dilo really sort of taking control of that team and utilizing that uh, pretty well too. So, um, but yeah, I think LA Clippers is probably the biggest shock for for all of us here. Like knowing that they've got such a deep sort of team, like how how they aren't doing better. Um, and Phoenix as well, like sort of sort of dropping off the paces that they had last year. But I think they'll come through pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot's going to change with some of these standings just yeah. the further we go into the season. You see those better teams, they just sort of heat up sort of halfway through and just ride that momentum into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the yeah. long season, like, you know, 70-plus games. Yeah. Like, well, that's, you know, that's, a of... that's the thing. You know, sort of the first 20 games, you can sort of wipe away, like, as, as sort of like teams building off, like, chucking, like getting rid of the rust, game rust that yeah. they've got. So... Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting moving forward, um, and and we'll continue to monitor all the stuff happening day to day and week to week sort of thing. So, yeah, no, very good. Well, I think that just about wraps up the NBA and the NFL for this week. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else to say or if you want to add anything while we're here, but all good. No, very good. Well, with that, we'll, we'll finish out the pod. That's the end of episode 55. Thank you for sticking around and listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, Bye. Bye. Bye.